Welcome back to Cancer Perspective. Thank you for joining us. There are several more cancer awareness topics for the month of September. We've discussed childhood cancers, blood cancers, prostate cancer, and today we'll be discussing gynecologic cancers. Gyne comes from the Greek word woman. These are cancers of the reproductive system of those assigned female at birth. If you've been following along for a while, in January, we discussed cervical cancer. Just like blood cancers include leukemias, lymphomas, and myelomas, cervical cancer also belongs in the September grouping of gynecologic cancers. Along with cervical cancer, we include ovarian cancer, uterine cancer, endometrial cancer, vaginal and vulvar cancer, and fallopian tube cancer. Of all these cancers, only cervical has a screening test, and that is a pap test. Overall, though, these cancers are all considered silent cancers, meaning that there are very few signs and symptoms or signs and symptoms that can be confused with normal growth and development. We have emphasized the importance of making sure that you know your own body and what is normal for you. It becomes especially important in the silent cancers. Abnormal vaginal bleeding or discharge happens in most of the gynecologic cancers, but not necessarily vulvar cancer. Bloating or abdominal pain and back pain or feeling full quickly after eating can be a common sign of ovarian cancer, but also a common sign for many other issues. Pelvic pain, pressure in the lower pelvis is common for uterine and ovarian cancers. Loss of bladder control or significant constipation can also be a sign of a tumor blocking or pushing on important structures in the pelvic area. And just like prostate cancer, we have our rectum and urethra in those areas. Skin and skin color, burning, itching, tenderness, sores or warts, rashes, can be a sign of vulvar or vaginal cancer. During our discussion in January about cervical cancer, we mentioned the HPV vaccine or the human papilloma virus vaccine that can be implicated in cervical but also vaginal and vulvar cancers. The human papilloma virus is a sexually transmitted infection, and the vaccine is recommended for preteens before being sexually active. Treatment, just like any cancer, depends on where the cell starts and how that cell grows. For example, uterine cancers come in two different types, endometrial and sarcomas. Sarcomas are harder to treat and are most commonly found when postmenopausal, meaning monthly uterine bleeding has ceased. And then, if you see it start up again, it should be a sign to be thoroughly evaluated for your risks. Treatment for gynecologic cancers are unique to each type of cell. You will likely need some sort of surgical procedure. And you want a surgeon that specializes in gynecology 
Treatment may include chemotherapy, radiation, both internal radiation and external radiation, or placing of rods inside, hormonal therapy, targeted therapy, and immunotherapy are all potential options as well. As these tissues are so specialized, the treatment of choice depends on the type and the stage and a person's overall health and wellness going into the cancer. Recovery from gynecologic cancer treatment can be a long process and may take a lot of physical therapy. You may have long-term effects that can interfere most especially with childbearing if the disease is found premenopausally, but also sexual health can be affected significantly. Risk factors for gynecologic cancers include the use of estrogen, obesity, diabetes, and a history of abnormal pap smears or overgrowth. Smoking has been linked to gynecologic cancers. Protective factors include pregnancy and breastfeeding, normal weight, and an active lifestyle with a plant-based diet. Of course, genetics can be an implication in gynecologic cancers. We've talked a little bit about genetics and genetic links for cancer in June. Knowing your body, knowing what feels right and what is normal for you is always the first step in making sure that you are aware of changes and things that just aren't quite right for you. Seeking out a discussion with a gynecologist or a physician, a gynecologist professional, or a provider that specializes in the reproductive system can get you some of the answers and make sure that you are staying ahead of any new symptoms, as these cancers can be very curable when found early. Purple is the designated gynecologic cancer ribbon, the umbrella of all of the reproductive cancers. Teal is specifically ovarian. Peach is uterine or endometrial. And a lavender ribbon is the color of choice for vulvar cancer. The month of September has been established as the Gynecologic Cancer Awareness Month. The goal is to spread awareness and make these topics open for discussion. Wear your purple, your teal, peach, your lavender, and support gynecologic cancer in the month of September. Thank you for joining us. Take care and spread kindness. <laughs>